Welcome to Embrace Your Journey, a podcast about creating a life you love, embracing the journey you're on, and realizing it's up to you to be in the driver's seat and live your best life. My name is Carol Davis. I'm an artist and a storyteller who's filled with grace and guts to squeeze the most out of this awesome life. I love journaling and helping others discover their path through creative writing and expression. Welcome to finding your way, learning new passions, and figuring out the real you through self-exploration and dream building. Welcome back. Like I've always said before, doing this is really stretching my muscles. I am totally stepping outside of my comfort zone, but I really think that it's something that is is really helpful. I have a lot of information to share. And so with that, today we're going to begin with five secrets to improving your mindset and creating a successful 2022. Whoa, can you believe it's 2022 already? I can't. So the first item that I have, number one, set your goals. I know we've heard this so many times before, but it really does hold true. Energy goes where intention flows. And have you mapped out what you want your new year to look like? If you haven't, you really want to take the time to do this, whether it's on paper, on your phone, on a whiteboard, whiteboards. One of my favorite whiteboards is the mirror in my bathroom with a dry erase marker. I know that may sound silly, but it is a living, breathing document. And when you put it there right in front of you, in the place where you go first thing in the morning and last time or last place at night, it really is a great reminder of what your goals are. My Uncle Tom used to say, plan your work and work your plan. And boy, was he true to that. He would always get up early, know what he was going to do for the day, and then do it. How many of us can say that we've really been able to do that? Have an exit strategy. You're going to plan for it. You're going to hope that it works, but be careful placing all of your eggs in one basket. So know the what if. What if I don't like it? What if I've made all these plans and it's really not for me? When I was in high school, I walked into yearbook class one day and the teacher was sitting there just leaning against the desk. He waited for all of us to sit down and and then he gathered his thoughts. And with his, his fist up against his chin, he looked at all of us and he said, I have an announcement. He said, it took me four months to figure out that what I had gone to school for four years to do, I don't like it. Today's the last day I'll be your teacher here. I've effective immediately put in my resignation and I will no longer be here. To say we were all shocked is an understatement, but that lesson has really stuck with me for a lifetime, really. I can't imagine spending that much time to only figure out that it really wasn't what you wanted. And I'm sure that's not counting the time before he went to school. In his head, he wanted to be a teacher. And then once he got in that position, he didn't like it. And I commend him for being able to pivot and admit to himself, this just isn't for me. 
instead of being stuck in a job that he absolutely hated for the rest of his life. Number two, what has been weighing you down? Huh. There's a lot of things I could think of, especially with this pandemic that we've all had to endure for almost two years. But what has been weighing you down? I look around my yard the past couple of days. We've had some heavy snow and the trees are really starting to bend over and show the, the wear and tear on them. And once that ice and snow melts, I'm not really sure what state they're going to be in whether we're going to have to completely cut them down or whether they're going to recover. And so take that analogy and think of yourself and what's weighing you down? How long has it been weighing you down? And if the ice and snow thaws, will you be able to recover from it or will you come out of it broken and cracked? Is it something that you can shake the snow and ice off of you and move on and go beyond it or is it something that, that you're just gonna be stuck with if you don't do something about it now? Is it emotional or is it physical? And does it belong to someone else? Belonging to someone else, us holding on to, to their stuff is really, really a heavy thing. Before my mom passed away, she had, had made me promise not to sell all of her things at a thrift store or a yard sale. And so I made that promise. And for the most part, I have held pretty true to it. But I have to tell you, it's also been a burden making that promise, holding on to things that mom liked, but that I may not necessarily like. And so you really need to give yourself grace to let go of things if they don't serve you in a positive way. And there's nothing wrong with admitting, I just don't like this. This is someone else's taste, or this is the way that someone else does it and not necessarily me. And it's okay to forge your own path. In fact, it's a good thing to forge your own path. Number three, are you going through the right doors? We've already talked about this. You know my feeling on going through the right doors. But have you made up your mind who you want to be? And once you are in those doors, is it what you thought it would be? That teacher of mine in high school, he got through those doors and everything was fine until it wasn't. So don't be afraid to look back at that door and go back through it if it's not something that is for you. Number four. How do you talk to yourself? Do you use positive affirmations? What do you say when you say it and how do you say it? I could sit here and I could give you a whole list of things to say when you talk to yourself, but what matters the most is that what you're saying to yourself works for you. And if it's working against you, then you're your own worst enemy. So when you talk to yourself, say positive things. Say, I know I can get up out of this. Even if deep down you think, oh, this is just the same old stuff, different day. If you say that to yourself, you will believe it. So it's time that you start using more positive affirmations. And if you're not sure, 
just what to say, do a Google search. And I assure you, you will have all kinds of positive affirmations. And what, once you get in the groove of really using them and use them every day, I mean, if you're journaling, which I am a strong believer in, if you're journaling, when you journal, do at least one to three positive affirmations a day, just starting out. We'll get your feet wet here. Before you know it, your whole day will be nothing but a positive affirmation. That bathroom mirror where you're writing with the dry erase, write it there. Use one a week. What's important is to start using them. Let them work for you. Number five, who are you surrounding yourself? Again, another one that we hear all the time. You're the average of the people you are closer to, to find good people. Well, it's true. If you are around someone who is always the Eeyore, dragging their tail, losing their tail, chasing their tail, you're going to find that you're going to end up in the same bubble because you'll feel that way. Again, these positive affirmations. You need to unlearn some things in life. And sometimes that's the negativity that is surrounding you. And it's okay to, to not know where to start. But what is important is to start somewhere. And everyone wants to be an influencer. It's not a bad thing to not be an influencer. To be who you are and to choose you. So I'm going to give you a bonus one. I said five, but we're going to go with six. So this goes really without saying, like many of these two, but for some reason it's important for us to hear them again. I've often said, oh, I'm not a slow learner. I'm a repetitive learner. I'm a thorough learner. I need to hear it several times over for it to just really sink in. And then that one magical moment, boom, there it is. Okay, so this goes without saying, health. It's a big deal. What are you doing to improve your health? Something small every day to make a big difference. Learn to say no to bad influences. Just like the bad influences of a negative relationship or negative food habits or negative exercise habits, do what works for you. And remember that you may be sitting on the couch somewhere or sitting in the boardroom or wherever it is that, that you are and people are talking and they may say, oh, I never do that. Exercise is dumb or I'm just, I'm going to eat whatever I want. Something's going to kill me. Well, you take that away and, and you have it in your head and six months down the road, you still have that in your head. You still have your, that same mindset. And then all of a sudden you run into that person that was saying all of those things and they're thin, they're healthy, and it just seems like everything in the world is, is going right for them. And you look at them and you say, what are you doing? Oh my God, you look amazing. 
and they're like, oh, well, I cut out fast food and now I walk three miles a day or I'm going to the gym or they list all the things that they're doing in a positive way. And yet the memory that you had of them was one of negativity. And you say to them, oh, but I thought, I thought, I thought you were the one that something's got to kill me anyway. And they look at you and they laugh and they go, oh, you know, last time you saw me that day, just that one day, I was just really in a funk. And I was just, I was down on my luck. And, but you know, I went home and, and I thought about it. I thought, I really need to do something different. Or even on the flip side, what if that person said, you know, I was next to you and you said something positive and it made me think I can do better than this. So here we are on the flip side. They influenced you in a negative way and you influenced them in a positive way. Who's the winner here? Yeah, nice long pregnant pause there because it's true, these things happen where we can be influenced one way or the other, positive or negative, and we can be the one influencing other people, positive or negative. So when you put stuff out there, put out good stuff, even if you're having a really, really crappy day, one way to make it better is to lift up someone else and who's to say it could possibly change their life or even save their life. And then remember too that when someone else is in a bad way, it's temporary, or at least you hope it's temporary. And you certainly don't want to let it bring you down or bring you to a level that's not the ultimate goal that you want. Phew, that got really deep fast. Okay, well that's all for today. I'll let you uh, think about that, chew on that. Happy New Year. Let's make this one just a, a fantastic one, regardless of, of whether numbers are rising or not, um, perceptions or what one person thinks versus another person thinks. Go with what's in your heart and do what needs to be done for you and your family and take care of yourself. Because in the long run, no amount of health care is going to help you if you haven't started on a small scale and just done a little bit each day to make it better. And that's all for now. Be safe, be strong, and create your life. Signing off with grace, guts, and gratitude, I'm Carol Davis. Until next time.